Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Journey to Developer podcast. I'm your host, Deontay Chantel. And today we have a special guest, Mrs. Kimona Hansen. How are you today? Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm extremely excited to be on your show today. Um, there is no force powerful than a woman who is determined to succeed. And um, I could have been anywhere else this morning, trust me, with the list of things that I have going on. But I'm here with you, um, sitting down with one of the most phenomenal, powerful, incredible, successful women um, who I admire a lot. Um, you are a destiny changer and a, de a generational breaker. And I know that today's podcast will be very empowering and transformational. I'm excited um, to be here to share my story and um, to talk about real estate and everything else that um, I'm involved in. <laughs> I love it. And thank you so much. We actually had the opportunity to connect, I think in 2019. Yes. But Think Pink, which is the best women's conference on the planet. I'm excited to be there too this year. Finally, I'll make it to last year. I didn't make it because my car got towed while I was on my way. It was just a crazy experience. Oh but anyway. <laughs> yeah. This year, you're there. I'm there. I'm yes. there. I don't know if this is going to be um, released before then. I think it will be. But that's where we got to connect. And I saw you from social media, of course, when you right. one of the most were one excuse me, was a part of one of the most historical purchases in my eyes, mainly because um, Prophetess Leslie and Apostle Dominic, they purchased this Miracle Mansion, as we call it, and then they paid it off in seven months, right, or so? So yes. I just thought that was, like, so incredible. It kind of mm -hmm. went viral, right? <laughs> in yes. sense. They are very incredible. Believe me, I've, I've, I've walked with them. I see what they're doing, and they are more than incredible. They're like angels. God has yeah. actually placed them on this earth to really um, do real big kingdom things and to really lead the, the, the majority of people who think differently about um, the, how church should be and how um, Christianity should be. So I really, I'm really excited that for them and, and what they're doing in, in their church and, and just the ministry and the world because they're really making a great impact. Yes, I'm so blessed to be a part of their ministry now. I'm officially a member. Took me three. Oh, years. congratulations. Oh, congratulations. You, trust me, you did not. You made the best choice ever for your life. I agree. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk more about that later. Mm -hmm. And we connected mainly over the pandemic. So me trying to get you on the podcast. I knew you would be great for this podcast because Journey to Developer, for those who don't know, is a podcast not only about real estate development, but also my spiritual development as well. I try my best to showcase both on here and we'll get more into that uh, once I am able to literally say what God wants me to say, right? So, yes. so who are Bible-based individuals, you will be able to be transformed and truly develop through this podcast going forward. So Mona is a kingdom entrepreneur. She's a woman of God. And I admire you. Like, I get a lot of inspiration from you as well, whether it's through just what you're doing and or the, your decorations that you post every day. Um, but our main common interest, of course, outside of being believers, is real estate. So Mona currently is probably one of the number one brokers in New York State. Like she does volume. Uh, she's mm -hmm. a developer. She's also a coach as well and a wealth strategist, I believe. Yes. What she's also doing is stocks. So she's teaching individuals about stocks. And we're going to talk about how you can invest in stocks, how you can also um, potentially be a part of some of the developments she's working on throughout the world. So she's international, y'all. So um, and thank you for coming on. So let us know yeah. how you actually yeah. Let us know how you actually got started in real estate. Wow. So, okay. So just a little brief, you know, I did, I'm obviously matriculated into college. Um, when I was in, when I was in my early twenties, um, I actually studied psychology. And after my four years of college, I went into various sales positions 
And um, before I went into sales, I was actually working in human services. Um, human services, if you know anything about social services, casework management, they pay the lowest, but you do a lot of work. Um, even though it was very, um, it was a job that I really enjoyed doing because it was like, I felt like I was helping um, families and so on, but I wasn't being paid my worth. And I knew my potential. I felt like I had so much potential in me. And I know that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, I, listen, I'm someone since, I was a child. I said I was going to be a multimillionaire. I said I was Oprah. I always believed about myself that I was just going to be great. I've been a prophet of my life for, since I was a child. So once I started my first job as after college, I decided to do a sales position. And in that position, I realized how um, successful I was as a sales rep. I said, I'm really good at what I do. And I've uh, worked at Health First, which is a top healthcare company, still one of the top healthcare companies now as a sales. Um, I was a, what was my title? I was the facilitated um, Medicaid enroller. And I actually became one of the top sales reps in the, at the company. I made number one and I quickly went from like making $40,000 just under the, just in, just like at 22 years of age to like, 90, 80,000, actually, it was about 80,000 that included commission. So I was like, wow, I can make a lot of money doing what I actually enjoy doing, which is helping people. Um, and I'm very good at sales. And, you know, I had the necessary knowledge and skill set when it comes to closing. Um, I think you have to have a lot of emotional intelligence, especially when you're dealing with different people. So I did that for a couple of years and I loved it and everything. Then I said, you know what? I think it's time for me to go get my master's. I went and got my master's degree. I got my MBA in, um, I got my MBA in business administration, healthcare administration. And um, I was like, okay, you know, I, I was curious to actually get a nine to five job, like a traditional job. And um, I said, you know what? Why not work um, in the hospital? So I decided to apply for the highest role which was the Associate Director of Emergency Medicine Services. I got the position after um, one interview, literally. Um, and you see, I adopted certain ethics and beliefs for myself, um, which I've used my entire life. And um, I felt like, you know, whatever the, whatever you put out there, you will actually get it back. You know, um, Steve, Chandler says something like the universe will reimburse. Um, and so I always kind of had that in my, in my mind. And so I kind of went into the world just saying that whatever I put out, if I put out a degree of excellence, I'm going to get back to see. So I applied for the role. I got the job. The salary range was, I believe, between 60 to 110,000. I got the highest salary. So at that time, I think I was 25 years of age. I worked as the director for emergency medicine services um, on a salary of $110,000. And so, you know, at that point, I, of course, I thought I made it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I made it. You know, um, you know, what young girl go, gets into a position where she's working with women who are like in their 40s and 50s? You know, I was probably one of the youngest um, directors at that time. Now, it was one of probably one of my highest accomplishments that I've ever made in my life because in my early 20s, getting a full-time job in a hospital was really hard to get. It's, and even if you ask people now, they'll tell you it's really hard to get an administrative job, a high director paying job. So it was by far one of the most challenging roles, though, um, I had ever undertaken. Um, I ran several departments. I had a staff of 70 plus um, managers. I worked in the roles for about six years. Um, and after a while, I just started having, um, I, did, I started really not having a pro work life balance. Like I was like, we're literally working 60 hours a week and it was really hurting my health, my mental health, my job, my family. I decided the only way to enjoy the flexibility of my time that I always craved was for me to be home and really doing what I actually enjoy doing. So I woke up every morning dreading to go to work as an employee. And then one day a light bulb moment went off and I was like, I want to create the perfect work life from on balance, enjoy my freedom. Um, and so I learned another, I, I learned an apprentice skill. Um, I learned how to be a coder and um, I went 
and got my license as a medical quarter, a medical auditor. And after going to school, I sat for the for the board. You have to take an exam. And so um, that way I could possibly have like a backup job in case if I ever decided to leave um, this job as a healthcare administrator. Um, and so it, it happened where I decided that um, I wanted to kind of explore other opportunities. I did leave that job and gone on to another director's job. I was a director of OBGYN at Monty. I did that for like two to three years. And then I decided to work as a consultant. Um, it was during those positions um, I had decided to enroll in this real estate academy called for Fortune Builders. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Fortune Builders. They helped me uh, get started. But Money, I ain't paid that. Yeah, I actually, I took the whole entire class, me and my husband. And um, so while I was working in the hospital, I wanted to learn a hobby, something. And I felt like real estate was a hobby, something that I really, really, really would enjoy. Um, I remember um, after college, I really wanted to get into real estate. But my parents said, no, go to school, blah, 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 you know, do that later. So I knew I was going to come back to real estate. So ultimately, I was going to definitely get in real estate to replace my income. And what better way to do that? Um, with real estate, you know, real estate, you can actually build wealth through various ways. And since I was so sick of my job, I just woke up every single day angry and I just couldn't take a day off because of fear that I'll lose my job. Um, and it really affected me um, because, you know, um, I felt like God had placed a lot of dreams in me. Um, I had no idea where when they were going to come to pass, but I knew that God had a purpose for me and I was not living up to my purpose. But one thing I did learn through um, prayer planning, um, um, with, and with no path in front of me that there, that was where my faith actually began. Um, I realized that I wasn't frustrated with the job. I was frustrated because I was a person who had dreams for myself and I wasn't living up to those dreams. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever been in a position where you felt so strongly, um, that what you're doing is not what you should be doing. So that's where I was. Um, and so I, I had to like tell myself, you know, I cannot give up. I have to be, I have to do everything I can to get to my next level. Um, and so what I didn't realize was that the time that I was spending on this job, this dead-end job that I thought was a dead-end job, it actually prepared me for where I am to now. It prepared me. I was able to utilize those skills in the job that I had to be a great negotiator. I was very, I became very confident. It made me a diligent worker. I was excellent. I was good at delegating. It made me a great leader which helped me to reach the pinnacle of success in my career. So the jobs that I did in the previous, my previous walk of, you know, before real estate actually prepared me for this, uh, this where I'm at now. Um, so I don't see it like I lost time. It, it helped me. Every experience in your life is going to teach you something. Um, I had so much faith in God and I knew that with God on my side, I can do anything. Nothing was impossible. If I had failed, I knew failure was a stepping stone to something bigger and greater. Um, so you see your experiences will create an opportunity. It will make room for you at someone's table. Um, and so it led me to real estate as a hobby. Um, I rolled into the Academy of Fortune Builders and then from there, the skies was the limit. I started wholesaling. I took money out to purchase our very first fourplex, in, which we, we bought in um, Cleveland, Ohio. I bought a few other investment properties and now I have a rental investment for portfolio as a result of those experiences in real estate. I was able to replace my nine to five job because during um, my nine to five, um, I learned how to build um, passive income through real estate investing. I also um, became a licensed medical auditor, which helped me to build another stream of income. So that way, if I didn't make the exit out of my job, I was able to replace my job easily because I had the streams of income. Now, um, I always tell people, you know, your nine, it's nothing wrong with having a nine to five job. Your nine to five job should fuel your hustle. I use my nine to five job to gain knowledge in real estate and medical coding and billing. And it also helps me along the way. Uh, once I mastered wholesale investing and building a rental portfolio, I was able to replace my nine to five job. I didn't need to work a nine to five anymore. I didn't need to work 60 to 80 hours a week in the hospital because I was able to replace my income times too. You see, the goal is to make your money work for you. Um, I eventually left my role at the hospital. Um, I fell in love with real estate and I decided I, want to help, I wanted to help others build wealth through real estate. I said, you know what? I think it's maybe time I should roll into the real estate school and become a real estate agent. 
And I did that in 2018. And since now I have so much knowledge, you know, at the time I had so much knowledge about real estate. Um, I met so many people who wanted to buy real estate, who were very interested um, in building wealth through real estate. And so I wanted to be there, you know, that person to help them along the way. So I took the exams. I felt I failed the real estate exam three times before I actually became a real estate agent. But guess what? My first year as a real estate agent, I became rookie of the year. I received the civil um, awards distinction. I closed about 50 to 60 units in my first year. I doubled it my second year and still received a civil awards. And then my third year, I became a platinum award winner and the National um, Sales Excellence Awards by the Realty Alliance, um, which recognized me as one of the top three um, percent real estate agents in my county. Now, in my fourth year, I think I also did platinum as well. So I didn't even get to gold. Like I literally dropped from, I jumped from silver to platinum in literally in less than three years. So I had four core beliefs, principles that helped me to build a successful career um, and helped me to build wealth. It helped me to become an unlicensed, unbothered real estate agent. Um, and I'm just going to share a few with you for anyone who's thinking about a career in real estate. Um, if you've never been in the real estate industry for long, um, it's for me, it was I'm, I've been doing this for four years as a licensed realtor. Um, this is my fourth year, and I've been able to accomplish a lot of things in the last four years. Um, but I wasn't able to do those things without these particular things. Um, one of the things I always say is that you want to speak your desires into existence. Um, I always say this all the time. You are the prophet of your life. You see, your words are powerful. Your life is shaped by what you say about yourself. What you desire is pretty much what you will achieve. Um, you only become what you speak. And I knew that if I kept talking to myself, even as a young kid, as, even as a five-year-old, I said I was a multimillionaire. I knew that one day I would be that multimillionaire. So it's the very first thing. Your words, they frame your world. Everything I said I wanted to become, I became. Everything I said I wanted, I had. Every salary I said I wanted to get, I got it. See, everything I said came to pass because I realized that everything I said, it manifested. I started speaking things with conviction, with desire, and with faith. Everything you need, whatever you want to have, you can have it. And the, your words are very powerful. They can cast spells. Literally, they can cast spells. That's why sometimes people don't understand. Right. So give us an example. When you're praying. Um, so when, no, so what, my day, when I start my day, when I wake up in the morning, I, did, I committed my day. I command my day. Um, I speak words of affirmations. I spend time in prayer. Um, if you want to command things to work for you, you have to spend time in prayer. Um, and so I do those things. Um, and I would say what exactly I want or what I want to see for my day and for my week. And believe me, those things will happen just as I, as I have spoken out. Yes. Amen. So um, and then the second thing, go ahead. No, I mean, everything you're saying is, Things that I have adapted over the last couple of years, of course, mm -hmm. I don't want to do it much sooner, but right. um, what you're saying is correct. Not only can mm -hmm. you command your day, you can command your year, right? Command your year, you command your, your life, your, like, everything, like everything, how you want how your life to be, your children, your marriage, your finances, your business. So the second thing um, that helped me um, to, you know, be successful in my career is that um, you want to move like you've already achieved the goal. You know, there's this scripture that says to pray as pray as though as if it's already, you know, pray as if whatever you're praying about has already happened. You know, you want to believe in what you're speaking for, but you have to act and walk in that trajectory, right? You know, ever since I was a kid, I mentioned to you earlier that I thought I was Oprah. I believed I was rich. I walked in that trajectory pretty much most of my life. I always exceeded my my goals in school. I was always top in school. I was always the best in class. In my jobs, I was always um, the top sales rep. I was just always, always the best. And so I knew that if I could utilize those things that I thought about myself, I could do anything in, right? So when I started, when I became a real estate agent, I came into the industry with no leads. You know, you are an agent. You know how it is. You need leads. You need 
people to help you. You need to collaborate with people. I had none of that. I acted like a top agent from the first day I started in the industry. Once I got my license, I did things most senior agents didn't do until like their third or fourth year. So I worked diligently. I put in the degree in ex of excellence. Every single thing that I did, everything I touched, I knew it was going to prosper or it was going to go in the way that I desired. So I hit the phones when I became a real estate agent. I was on the phones doing um cold calls. I went door knocking. You know, I, I'm a shy person in general. I know probably like, no, you're yeah. not. But I put myself out there. I had to say a prayer the day that I did. I would Father God. That, that is hard to believe that you're shy. You I'm a really, honestly, I hate public speaking and I'm doing all the things that I hate. And honestly, I want to do more public speaking, public speaking, because that's where I feel like my gift and where I can be very impactful and to help others. So all the things that I don't like to do is actually the things that are going to help me to be to take me to my next level. And that's when I realized that I needed to put myself out there because once I put myself out there, God is going to create a, a table for me. God is going to create an opportunity for me to sit with kings and queens. But I had to take the next step. I needed to take the initiative because God already opened the door. The heavens were already open. And God said he had he has he, he anointed me um, to help people. He anointed me to you know, to create and help people with their finances and help people um, develop and create wealth. So I knew that God had already opened the, the door for me. So I just needed to walk in that door. Amen. Right. So I hit my sphere of influence. People, I, I was like, God, I have to talk to people. Lord, Jesus, help me. I, I was calling people I really didn't want to talk to, um, which was the hardest thing for me. Um, but, you know, when you're a realtor, you need to talk to people. Um, yeah, that's how you make your money. Um, I had to face my fears. I had to um, walk, work outside of my comfort zone, which was the hardest thing. But once I did it, it, it became really easy. Um, they always, I always say your first million dollars won't be hard to get. It's the person you must become in order to become a millionaire. You have to become a completely different person. Um, a developed character beyond your wildest dreams. And listen, if I tell you that I'm shy, every I tell people that I'm shy, but I don't mean it to be like, oh my God, like in a prideful way. But naturally, I'm a shy person. Um, I'm a person that doesn't really like talking too much. I'm a person who likes to be, you know, I like to be by myself. I travel by myself. You know, I'm married, but I can go out and travel by myself and spend time with myself. And I love to do those things. Um, and so I had to face the fear of like, walking to people, you know, and going to events, networking events. Um, I built systems and campaigns to help me, um, to help me in my business. I remember my first day as a real estate agent it was the worst day ever. I mean, like I ended up in the hospital from frostbite the first day I worked out in the field. Um, I had an open house that day. I lost the key in the snow. And, you know, I was nervous. I didn't know that they had an extra key. So I spent the day looking for the keys in the snow. I couldn't find them anywhere. And I didn't, I felt embarrassed to let the broker know that I lost the keys to the house on my first day of doing an open house, first day out in the field. Um, but I was so determined to find the key. I went out to Kmart. I bought this machine that can detect copper. I did everything possible to look for that key. And I never located that key. And eventually I had to just tell the truth and let them know, like, listen, I lost the key in the house the first day. Um, but you know, I never. Yeah. So what that day actually opened my eyes and let me realize that there was really nothing that was really impossible. And that, you know, any stumbling block that I had was actually going to be a precursor to my next level and that I was actually going to have everything that I desired. Because honestly, I could have quit that first day. I was like, if this is what's, what I'm going to deal with, I'm done. And I did not. Mm -hmm. And then number three, you want to also follow an action plan. Um, that gets you to your goals. I created a business plan prior to even becoming a licensed agent. I know some people will say, why would you do that? You know, I feel like you need to make yearly projections. I had no leads. I, so when I was a new agent, um, I had to build new leads. So I figured the best way to get leads is so to be successful in my career is to, you know, work outside of my box and do things that I normally wouldn't like doing. And so I created, I had targets I set for myself. If I didn't sell at a certain, if I didn't sell enough, I knew I had to put in a little bit more work. Um, I just did not, I don't believe in having mediocre results. Um, I'm just someone who's, who just believes in working, um, exceptionally well. And I feel like because God has favored me, I don't even have to do too much, but at least if I do the work, God is going to do the rest for me. And that's, that's pretty much my mindset. And then number four, you want to celebrate victories, um, whether they're small, whether they're large, you want to know 
all your victories are important. Um, I always say no matter your testimony, um, your help with people, you know, we are always getting caught up in the notion to celebrate when we have big things, when we achieve the bigger things. But I say to celebrate every opportunity that you have. If you have one deal, you hit a, a deal in, in the, um, six months, the first week, celebrate those things because those things, those small victories, it took hard work. Um, it took a while for you to get there. And you know what? You don't want to take it for granted. You know, um, I would say you don't want to deny giving yourself credit for accomplishing something, no matter how insignificant it may seem all the time. You know, those big ones are knocking on your door, but those big wins aren't going to come until you start celebrating the little one. That's why it's always good to be a grad, have gratitude. You know, it's always good to be grateful, thankful. Um, so celebrate every single victory and every time you have a victory. Um, and then talk to more people. I would say the more people you talk to, the, the more um, connections you're, you're creating. If you talk to more people than you talked to last year, last week, if you close that deal, then you've never closed before. It's, you know, just celebrate yourself. Um, and if you try and fail, if you try and you fail, try again. Entre um, as an entrepreneur, if you're not failing, then you're not working because you, you will fail. Um, you got to just keep going. You don't plant the seed today and, and eat the fruit the same day. Um, um, and so that's pretty much what has helped me to become um, a successful real estate agent. I mean, that's awesome. Literally, that would, everybody, if you are listening or when you're listening, you need to go back and listen again. And what you just said helps in not just as a realtor, as an investor, mm -hmm. as, a developer, as a mother, as a father. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are the life gems that people need to gravitate to right now. Um, I can tell, like, whoever raised you, your mother and father, um, mm -hmm. they instilled so much greatness in you from a very young age. And Thank you. You're you're so blessed. Um, a lot of people, they don't they don't know to do those things from five years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like from five, I'm like, wow. Imagine if I would have said these things about myself from five. Yeah, my brother reminds me, he's like, remember when you was five years old or six years old, you said that you were Oprah? He was like, what were you thinking? Why did you want to be Oprah? I, said, I don't know. And, and I still do. But see, Oprah's a billionaire and I'm going to be a billionaire. So that's OK. You know, I want to be Oprah. I want to walk in the same um, wavelength that she's walking in. I want to be just as successful as she is, you know, if not more. Um, but that's just me. I just see people and I'm like. I just loved Oprah. I just loved everything about Oprah. And yeah, I was obsessed with Oprah. Too. Yeah. Um, so again, mindset. And I, I feel like um, culturally, um, there are some differences. Mm -hmm. um, you're from Ghana. Yes. Right? Or were you born in the U.S.? I was born in Ghana. I came here when I was very little. Okay. Um, I could. Ghana when I was little. I probably came here when I was about three years old. So I've been here most of my life. Um, right. um but I go back year, you know, I, not yearly, often because of the work that I do back home. Um, just a little bit of, you know, feedback. We own a me and my husband, we own a pharmacy in Ghana and we are um building infrastructure back home. Um we are building apartment buildings. Um, I, I also established a foundation to give back, um, you know, and one of the, I guess one of the reasons why I think I'm doing more of that is to reconnect with my roots and to give back to my country. Um, and I realized your worth is not, is not all the things that you have. Your worth is the impact you can make in other people's lives. Um, and I feel like the veil in Ghana has been taken off. And now Ghana is one of the, one of the most emerging markets um, in the next 10 years. They say Africa will be the hub of business and real estate. So, you know, for Ghana being the continent with the largest youth population, um, it means a lot of untapped potential. And so, you know, I, a lot of people are going gravitating to Ghana to do business and to learn about Ghana. Um, I think visiting Ghana is probably more about the immersive experience um, than any typical touristy sightseeing. Um, the country is... Um, a confluence of rich heritage, culture, pride, and hospitality. Um, Ghana has an abundance of natural beauty and just a remote wilderness. And I am planning a trip to Ghana next year. I'll be taking people on a journey to Ghana. I want to help them, expose them to investment, potential investments in Ghana. 
the food, the culture, learn how to build generational wealth, not just locally, but internationally. You know, we recently started building in Ghana and um, we plan to do this journey with a tourism group that we're starting. And as a way to give back what we have built, um, we, we built a pharmacy um, and we would like many people to see, you know, just how, you know, we've been doing it. Um, it's not easy, but, you know, building in Ghana requires you to be there a lot. Um, and so my husband, he goes, I go, you know, we try to go as much as we can. Um, and you can have um, apartment buildings that are filtered through Airbnb. So you don't really have to be there. You know, once your apartment building is up, you hire staff that cleans and everything and everything will be done. You can be here in America and make money just from Airbnb through your apartment buildings in Ghana. And that's what we're doing um, with our apartment buildings. That's now, what, I do that's have what a question when it comes to that. Because I know, I mean, I have, I have a lot of Ghanaian friends and I've probably mm -hmm. been in Ghana already. Mm -hmm. um, for starters, I just found out last summer that um, my Jamaican family is from Ghana. I was like, oh, finally, I know where. You know, finally, I know. You're Ghanaian. Well, I, listen, Jamaicans are, they're very close to us. I consider them Ghanaians too. So, mm. yeah, my, yeah, my dad is Jamaican. And um, he told me last summer that, you know, his grandfather was Ghanaian. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. makes sense. And my best friend is Ghanaian, and she's been trying to get me to go there for years. And then when I was ready, she wasn't ready. But I know personally, Ghana was 10 years ago, the value was much lower. Now it's like Wakanda, literally. Yeah, it is. I mean, you can still go to certain places and really and buy land for really cheap. I mean, I think Ghana is probably one of the only places you can buy land for really cheap. It just depends on the location. Obviously, if you're buying land more closer to the airport or more closer to where um tour where most tourists stay at is going to be a little bit more expensive, but you can get land for as cheap as five thousand dollars and build you know a really big infrastructure on it. Um, you just have to kind of do the you know hire someone to help you locate that. Yeah, and how was that process uh, developing even the pharmacy and the apartment building? And you're not really there. I know you do have to do pop ups and go there, but how was it building your Ghanaian team during your development? Oh. It was hard. It's still hard. I mean, we still going through stuff right now. I mean, I'm going to sit here and, and, and tell you, every uh, you know, it's glamorous. It's hard. You have to trust people. You know, people will let you down. You know, people are not as honest as they should be, you know. Um, but we have a good team, you know, especially with the pharmaceutical company. We have someone, um, a director who is also a pharmacist and who owns his own company, who's also helping us as well and has... Um, various uncles who have also owned pharmacies who have given us a lot of wisdom on how to be successful. Um, and so we have quite a few um, things in place that are helping us on that back end um, when it comes to the pharmacy. As far as um, getting a team, it really just requires you to um, connect with people that you know that are in the industry already. Um, you'll be surprised how many people you will find out are in the pharmaceutical industry in your neck of the woods. Like I just realized, I found out one of my uncles owns a pharmacy. He lives in London and he goes back and forth and he owned a pharmacy. And so we're learning from him. Um, and, you know, you, he'll, he'll connect, you, people will connect you with people who want to learn, who want to work. You know, Ghana, there's not a lot of jobs. There's no jobs in Ghana, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, people are struggling. So, you know, people, especially the youth, they want to work. They want to learn new skills. And so it's so easy to bring, really bring somebody on board. But as far as the checks and balances and making sure, ensuring that everything is, the business is running smoothly, you know, your all eyes have to be there. We have um, a security system that allows us to see what's happening in the store while we're, in, while we're not even there. We can look on our phone. We know what, what is being sold. We have a system that tells us what, how many items are sold every single day. And um, so, you know, it's like our eyes are still there, even though we're not there. As far as developing in Ghana goes, again, it's one of those things you have to hire a foreman who's very trustworthy that can manage a project even when you're not there. Um, and so I think everything all boils down to praying, prayer. You have to believe that God will send you the right people. Um, and so um, I just always pray about everything that we do. I say, God, I pray that this person that we are hiring to help us build this building is not coming to, you know, cause any conflict or take money away from us or, you know, just um, 
And it's just your yeah. words again, coming back to your words, you is is it'll eventually inevitably um be what you possess. And so I'm always praying about everything, everyone we get in contact with, that everything will be running smoothly, that it would our experience with with building this a building will not um be in vain and that every all every single money will will not be will not go to waste because people do I hear stories of people who build and their homes never get built and stuff like that. So a lot of it is your, you know, yeah, just making sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a risk. Yeah. It's a risk. Everything in life is a risk. Just remember that. Everything in life is a risk. Um and so if you're taking a risk, make sure it's a risk that's worthwhile, that is life transforming, that is uh, that it will, that will be a generational blessing that will help create wealth and business opportunities and jobs for people. Um, and so that's what we have in our minds when we are doing what we're doing. Yeah, it's great advice. Um, my development journey hasn't been um, rainbows and, and it's not. And, and if you talk to many developers, they'll tell you nobody's is it, never that easy as people put it out there on the internet. It's never going to be that easy. Um, it, it, every good thing will take, will be, um, will have some type of a struggle or some, you know, there'll will be something going on that will cause you to feel like, oh my God. But if you stick to it, if you continue what you're doing, you're going to have a testimony um, and you can utilize that experience to help others, you know, because not a lot of people know how to do this stuff. A lot of people are just kind of like learning as they go along. And that was us. We learned as we went along, you know, you know, we went, we were in the real estate Academy for fortune builders and we learned a lot from the program. And, you know, once you become a member, you're a lifetime member. So we always go back to the table, the drawing board to learn, you know, to kind of see, okay, what's some new techniques or new ways to do this or do that. Right. Um, Yeah. So that's amazing. Development, high risk does require Mm -hmm. money. I'm, you know, this is what this podcast is for. Um, and, and I will be showcasing a lot more as I break ground on my development, which is soon, but God willing, but very soon. Um, and what I will, we actually, we just got our plans approved last week with the zoning. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. That took, that was a journey right there in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, got that done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even the assistant that works for the um, zoning man, she was praying for me because I was like, you know, she's a woman of faith. She was like, when, you, when you're trying to go high, <laughs> something, some type of forest is going to want to distract you. To try oh, to yeah. Go. Well, bigger levels means bigger devils, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, new yeah. levels means new devils. So, you know, you always have to be prepared for the attack to come. But guess what? The attack, no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. And, you know, we always, every tongue that rises against us, you know, they're going to try, but will they be successful? No. Exactly. Um, They can't derail you. They've been trying. Yeah, they can try. So, and you know, this is why this podcast was birthed. As I was elevating, um, even, you know, certain things were prophesied to me. And, you know, every time you get a prophecy, that's when they Mm -hmm. really show up and show out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's why the podcast was birthed. I had to be developed spiritually during this journey by force. Okay. I had to mm-hmm. literally learn, um, really seek God, really learn how to pray, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, starting back in 2017, mm-hmm. actually 2016, we go all the way back. Um, when mm-hmm. I really started getting heavy into um, investing in wholesaling. I was tested mm-hmm. so many times. And then by the time 2019 came, when I actually was in NYU for a real estate development program, you know, I got attacked the hardest. So literally, I was just telling one of my development associates yesterday, I would be in one part of the city hall. Literally, I would be on the side delegating with the politicians. And then I was being, I was going through a spiritual warfare situation where I'll be in court on the other side of the building. And people didn't wow. know what I was building for. But we thank God that, you know, that is now a testimony and everybody mm-hmm. pray over everything you do, every relationship, every hand you shake, every contract, God will reveal to you if you're listening. And if you're not listening, yeah. he'll give you a dream. And it got so deep where I would dream about people I shouldn't go into business with. So God mm-hmm. will give you the warnings and you have to pay attention. You have to listen. Don't think of mm-hmm. it. As, oh, it was just a dream. No, that's God. Most of the time. That's God's opinion. Yeah. Don't work with that person. Yeah. Never those ties. Even Never those ties. 
Even when it comes down to dating, okay? That's a whole other story. That's what it is. No, it's true. I will tell you. God will show okay. you the people's hearts. God will tell you who to be with. God will tell you if this is if this is going to go anywhere. It's just up to us to really, um, you know, be open to that, you know? So, I yeah. Just, mm-hmm. I get it. Go ahead. That's something good to say. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, um, yeah, so that's pretty much what I do on the real estate side. You know, I'm also investing in the stock market. Um, and that's what I was about to go to. So there's mm-hmm. people that they, they're not ready for real estate. Just like I was, mm-hmm. but I had to become a wholesaler to, you know, build my capital. But mm-hmm. it stops. You can invest in development projects and real estate investment projects. Mm-hmm. With, I'm going to say little to no money. No, you need mm-hmm. money, very little money. So I know right. people try to get started with like less than a hundred dollars, and I'm sure you mm-hmm. can tell about how to actually get started in a stock market through regular stocks and real estate investment trust. Okay, so um, real estate. I mean, in the stock market, you can start it with as little as a hundred dollars. I mean, you know, you're buying stocks of a company that you probably already utilize every single day. You own a share of a company that you utilize every single day. Um, obviously, right now, we're going through a lot when it comes to the stock market. I know a lot of people are like, oh, is the stock market is, is falling? Everything is just dropping. But I truly believe that we've already seen the stock market at the lowest level, and it's going to drop down to a very low cycle. Um, and here's why. Um, one, there is a presidential election cycle that's coming up in two years, right? Historically, um, Wars, um, bear markets, and recessions tend to start in the first two years of a president's term. If you take a look at the last two years, um, bull markets and prosper times mark the later halves, right? So if we look back at nearly every cycle prior to the presidential election, you'll see that things kind of just fall down. Um, um, and so you may you might feel strongly about one party or another when it comes to politics, but when it comes to like your portfolio, it doesn't matter which party wins the White House. So, and that's what history has kind of shown us um, when it comes to the stock market. So I know many people who are watching are probably like, well, you know, the news is not saying a lot of good things about the stock market, but while we can't predict the stock market, we can look at history and there are thousands of historical charts and data written about this, you know, there, there is uh, there is like a storyline. We see what's happening now. We see it has happened before. I believe we have a time of prosperity on the horizon in our future. And I will not let this time go by. They, they said during a recession is when millionaires are created. And right now, right now is the best time to start trading stocks or start learning about stocks. I actually have a, a beginner's guide to stock investing. I actually have in my... Um, if you go to my page, um, my Instagram page, which is um, the millionaire chick, if you go into my bio, I have a beginner's guide to stock investing. Um, and the reason why I created that guide is because stock investing is a lot. There's a lot to learn. Um, the terminology, um, just just the beginning to learn why why to invest in the stock market, what kinds of things to, what kind of stocks to purchase, how to go about purchasing stocks. You know, I just created a little booklet just so that people who wanted to get knowledge about the stock market can. Um, and if you had just one important moment in history to learn about the stocks, I feel like this is like the greatest time to do that. Like, there's no greater time now but to learn about the stock market. Literally, like you're going to come for that. Years from now, you're going to be like, wow, that woman did say this. We're in a bear market, which means when the market is down, this is the best time to buy. Um, buy stocks because the returns when the market goes back up is going to be far greater. Um, the most millionaires, again, if you go back and do research, are made during a bear market when the market is down. Um, I, I follow this guy. What's his name? Um, Warren Buffett. He talks about this all the time. Do not sleep on the stock, stock, stock market during this time. You know, learn about the stock market. L- even if you want to take on trading, learning how to trade, I think this is a great time to learn about it. Um, the bottom line is that do not wait. Don't keep money in your account. Invest it, whether it's in real estate, whether it's in the stock market. Take okay, action. Okay. What mm-hmm. stock do you recommend or how, do, how should they identify a stock? So I always say you want to do your research on all stocks. You want to go and check out their um, their meeting minutes. You want to see how they're doing um, 
you know, and it'll show you, it'll show you how well they're doing. Google, um, Apple, you know, look for things that are well known, like people utilize, people talk about. Those are the stocks you should be buying. You can even buy real estate trust, um, um, REITs, real estate um, investment trusts. You can buy real estate um, stocks. You can buy, um, think about household items that are well known. I recently bought a stock called Chewy. It's a, it's a pet ret retail company that has one of the largest food, um, um, I guess they provide food and other stuff for dogs. I mean, pets, basically all kinds of animals. And I think when I came in, I came in at like $20 or something like that. Now it's worth like double, you know? So you want to look at companies that you, household items that you purchase, equipment, electronics, big time companies that are well-known. And those are the companies you invest in. Obviously you need to research, look at how they're doing. Um, Friday, last week, Friday, um, Google split. Um, and so their share, now their shares are much lower and they're going to go, they're going to drop lower. So this is a good time to buy sh shares of Google. You know, you don't want to let this opportunity go. Um, again, this is the time where millionaires will be created in this recession. This is the time during a bear market. You'll see myself saying, hey, I'm a billionaire now because I invested in one, two and three stocks. Um, and that will come to pass. Believe me. Um, I'm just really, you know, focused. I'm studying. I'm learning everything I can learn now while I'm home, while I have this opportunity. Um, I feel like God, again, put me in a, in a position where I can learn how to, um, you know, be successful during a downturn, during a recession. It's during the recession when I was able to learn about other streams of learning about other ways to monetize my social media page. It was during a recession when my sales went up. You know, the recession does not mean it's time to chill or time to step back. That's actually the time to take the next, to go to the next level. That's actually the time to challenge God and remember what his, what he said in his promises that God, you said that for every, for everything that I'm dealing with, for every um, issue that I'm having, you said you promised me two blessings and Zechariah 9, 12, he says it that for everything that you are going through, I'm going to give you two blessings. And so during a recession, God says that he will supply all our needs. He said he, especially those who are trusting in him, seeking him diligently day in and day out. Well, you have nothing to worry about. The recession will hit you that hard. In fact, the recession will take you to another level, will take you globally and, and take your finances to another level. It's only you heed to the instructions of the Lord. Amen. And as one of my favorite people, who actually got me even knowing of prophetess Leslie, you'll say Tiffany Montgomery. She actually mm -hmm. said, you'll be rich in the recession. And oh yeah. yeah. 19 and a lot of people who was at her conference, mm -hmm. I'm rich in the recession. She even became richer in the recession. And yeah, and best prophetess best friend. She's a really amazing. Yeah. yeah. She's very amazing. I love them, I love them both. And we're not gonna talk about how they impacted my life, but God truly used both of them to do miracles and to for my deliverance, we'll say. Mm -hmm. So we just know yeah. God. Yeah. Um, but yes, you everyone listening, invest in real estate, or even if you're not ready to invest, learn, soak up as much knowledge as you can. Um, and then you could try to find the loopholes where you fit in, where you could bring values to other investors. Um, a couple of days ago, we just had our first develop her blueprint mastermind people mm -hmm. really couldn't get enough it was so much mm -hmm. information. um people that i even offered to give the ticket for free they turned around and still bought the ticket after they like nope i have to pay you because I, they the networking was just out of this world the, the panel was great by the grace of god so get in the right rooms pay invest yeah. in the right rooms sometimes you even got to pay to pay attention right you got to pay yeah. for a or pay for a course or something um, you can't really learn everything on YouTube. And even mm -hmm. when you know everything, you don't. Even me, I'm still learning all the time. Um, I even, you know, I invest in myself a lot. I literally invest a lot in spiritual development, coaching, um, mm -hmm. change mindset. Mindset is important because like Kamona said, before you get to a millionaire, you have to know you're a millionaire. Before you even um, decide you want to be an investor, like becoming the investor in your mind, you have to know you're an investor. Like I That's right. I knew I was a real estate developer before I had money. I was sleeping on an airbed when I said, I am going to build in Newark. Right? Literally on an airbed. Um, mm -hmm. Since then too, but, but you know, in a, on an airbed. 
So knowing that I knew what I wanted to do and who I was in that moment, even though I was supposed to be a lawyer, um, I feel like the, the purpose that God, that God has me doing this is bigger than money. It's actually mm -hmm. to help people, right? And mm -hmm. everything done in real estate was to help people, whether it was helping, you know, individuals without addresses, you know, mm -hmm. you know our homeless. Literally, mm -hmm. I've helped hundreds of families move out of shelters, get them into apartments. Some of those mm -hmm. clients want to buy homes. We're mm -hmm. talking about from homeless to homeless owners. I mean, to go into homeowners. I'll mm -hmm. call it two years time, right? So my purpose as to why I'm in real estate is bigger than the money. And mm -hmm. and I like I like to tell people all the time, if you're in this only for the money, there's going to be a lot of days you're not going to make money, right? Um, really, like Kamona said, get your business plan together. So while you're strategizing and learning, get your business plan together, get in the right rooms, listen to podcasts that are not- Inspirational like and motivational. Right. right. Read, and read, read your Bible. Well, I don't know if everybody's um, a believer of uh, Christ. However, mm -hmm. talk to God, pray over everything. Um, and try to um, just- Discern. Mm -hmm. and who should you even allow you to mentor you and you partner with? I had, I got some stories about some partnerships. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's another podcast. But come on, mm -hmm. thank you so much. I just want to say, guys, go to the mercy seat with this one thing as your argument. You know, I say that I'm anointed to break generational curses and poverty. I, that's the anointing that's over my life, right? But I also know that there are principalities and powers, right? But I also have authority over those principalities and powers. And so I always say the word of the Lord is, your, is the key, right? I, tell, I say, Father God, according to your word, now let it be seen that it is true. I have proclaimed your word. You said it will not return to me void. According to your word in Isaiah 55, 11. I have prayed fervently. Um, you said that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. James 5, verse 16. Let it be seen that this is to your, according to your word. I mean, utilize the word, the promises of God. Besides just doing what you are doing by putting in the work, remember the promises of God and utilize the promises of God. Speak forth the word of God and then watch God change and move mightily and speedily on your behalf. And thank you for saying that um mm -hmm. i do come across a lot of individuals who are not believers mm -hmm. of course they you know we can't identify right off the bat okay that's a believer that's not a believer uh so i do get into a very interesting conversation and they read a lot of these other books that also make reference to scripture but they're probably new age so new now age. Oh, i'm sorry repeat that I said, it's new age, this new age religion. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, you could sit there and read new age. You could read the Bible. Okay. Because they're just referencing the Bible. They were just perverting it a little bit and doing things their way. So as a kingdom entrepreneur, as a mm -hmm. woman, um, and I feel like now this is talking about evangelism, but I'm, how should people be really utilizing the word of God, even if, if they're not a Christian? to help them in um, business? So it comes to business, I think the word of, you know, there's so many scriptures, um, you know, uh, regarding business and how to maneuver um, based on how God, remember Jesus is a businessman if, if we really want to get into it. Um, and the, many of his disciples were, um, I don't know if you heard Dominic Pastor Apostle talking about it. Many of the people he hired or worked with him, his disciples, they were all businessmen. They had business acumen skills. They were intelligent. And so, you know, they were just not walking in the right way. They were not doing things according to God's principles and they were walking in sin, living in sin. And, and so obviously if you're not a believer and you don't, you know, um, you won't really understand that you're not going to have a revelation of the word if you're not a believer. Um, and so the first thing is to really give them, they have to give their lives to Christ. They have to walk, um, you know, go come to a, either a Bible believing church, you know, connect with people who are walking in the same wavelength as them 
walk around, be around people who really um, believe in that the word can change their lives, their business, their families, their everything. Um, you know, because if you really are a skeptical, the word of the Lord is not going to, you're not going to have a revelation about how God, you know, what God says about business in the Bible. You know, God already said he's given us the power to create wealth. You know, he's already aligned us with the right resources, the right opportunities. The heavens already are open for us to step into the next phase or the next um, grand um, uh, uh, business idea or wealth, um, whatever it is that you're believing God for. But you have to have faith. You have to already believe on the inside that you already have the access to it. And so a lot of it is mindset. You know, that's why it says you have to renew your mind with the word of the Lord. It's, it's in the Bible. But again, if you don't have the revelation, if you don't believe it, how are you going to receive it? So the first thing is to really say, you know, God, I really want to, you know, um, there's a, a, a prayer that you pray, you know, God, I, I repent of my sins and I confess and then I want to be, um, you know, I want to be a, uh, um, I want to walk with you and, um, you know, I relinquish or, you know, I put down everything that has not exalted or is demeaning towards you, Father God. And I want to walk in your ways and your principles. Lord, show me the way. God is, God hears every single thing. And then once you say that prayer, um, I don't know the exact prayer verbatim, but you know what I mean when you give your life to Christ and, you know, God accepts you again. You know, from that point on, you know, God has redeemed you. God has has forgiven you. And and so now this is the time to be a part of a church and learn about God. You know, come to learn the Bible, read the Bible, be a part of a Bible um, ministry or learn about the Bible through, um, I think, Bible studies, you know. You know, I'm daily, I'm always learning about the Bible. Every day I get a revelation. I spend time in the word daily. Um, it's my food. It's my, it fuels me. It gives me um, encouragement. It, it motivates me. It gives me like, sometimes I'm reading the word. I've been praying about something and all of a sudden the Lord would just, what I've been thinking, asking God to show me, I will start reading it in the word. Of, and, you know, God would already answer me right there just from reading. So there's just so much um, when it comes to reading and understanding the word that the Lord can actually transform you just from reading the word of the Lord. God can actually show you your, 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 your next level. God can teach you a strategy from reading the word of the Lord, but you have to be open so that the Lord can reveal to you. Amen. Yes. And oh, that's a whole nother podcast episode. So come on, God willing, you'll come back. We'll talk about it some more. Oh yeah, and I love it. I love talking about that. As you can see, I call myself a Jesus influence because God is the ruler and the owner of my business. God is the reason why I'm successful. A lot of people ask me all the time, why are you such a short period of time have all this level of success? It's God. God has opened doors for me. He said, seek you first the kingdom of God and all things will be added. So everything that I am, everything that I, I do, everything that I say is under the principles of God. And I walk as a kingdom um, child. And I, and since I'm a, a child of God, God is going to supply all my needs and he will, he will not put me to shame, period. Um, and again, it's the word that's in my heart. It's in my heart. It's in my soul. I meditate on it day in and day out. Um, and therefore, I will prosper in <laughs> in it. <laughs> but I'm really grateful to have this conversation with you with my baby on my lap. See, when you have a new baby, things change, life changes. But it's all to the glory of God that I'm able to do all of this. And um, God is good. <laughs> so tell everybody where they can find you on social media, your website, and all that. Okay. So my website is www.themillionairechick.co. And um, you can find me on Instagram at The Millionaire Chick. And uh, if you click the link in my bio, you can find my um, beginner's guide to stock investing. You can find other um, resources that I have and other programs that I've taught um, related to wealth investment strategies, um, wholesaling, et cetera. I also do credit repair too, but I've kind of slowed down on it because it's a lot of work, but I do as well. Yeah, But most importantly, I'm a real estate agent. I help um, realtors in the state of New York and Connecticut with real estate. Awesome. All right, everybody. Definitely get, get, excuse me, get connected to Kimona, mm -hmm. especially if you're in Connecticut. She, she's over here selling churches, mega churches, but by the way. And I love, I love being there for, I actually, I go to a church in White Plains 
Um, but I've been I've been connected to um, Prophetess Leslie for a long time now. Like she's, I feel like her church is my second church. You know, you can't have more than one ministry that you support and give to and support one. And so that I want to say that's my second ministry, my um, that I actually wholeheartedly love and will always be there for them whenever they need. Awesome. God willing, one day I'll maybe I'll be a member one day. I, I think I could be a member of two churches. I'm not really sure if that's even possible, but I know the Lord is. I've had so many dreams and stuff like that that I've never even actually told anybody. <laughs> God can right, do anything. Get up for this podcast. I'm gonna tell you what happened, okay? Because I was trying okay. to this, but God was not like pleased with that. Anyway, okay. Yeah, all be blessed. Go back and listen to this episode like five times. I know I am. Make sure mm-hmm. if you have already subscribe to the Journey to Develop Her podcast on YouTube. Go share it with like ten people. Also, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms. Go follow us on Instagram at Journey to Develop Her, and um, go subscribe on our website journeytodevelopher.com. Again, I'm Deontay Chantel, your host, and you all be well. Have a blessed day.